Welcome to our special Berlinale episode of Short Take. Today, we deviate a little bit from our usual format to celebrate the strong presence of German films at the Berlin Film Festival 2023. Over 30 German films and co-productions will be screened at this year's Berlinale. To represent this grand selection, we talk to four creatives behind titles in the festival's competition and the encounter section to give you a first impression of these upcoming films. You can find more about all the German films at Berlinale 2023 via the links in our show notes. Enjoy this very special episode. And if you have the chance, go see the films at the festival. Someday we'll tell each other. Irgendwann werden wir uns alles erzählen. The summer of 1990 is hot in the countryside of Thuringia in former East Germany. Maria is about to turn 19, lives with her boyfriend Johannes on his parents' farm, and would rather lose herself in books than focus on graduating. There is a sense of a new era dawning in the German reunification, when she bumps into Hannah, the farmer next door. One touch is all it takes to ignite an all-consuming passion between Maria and the headstrong, charismatic man twice her age. In an atmosphere buzzing with possibilities, love is born. A secret passion full of longing and desire that devours everything in its path. For this film, we talk to actor Felix Kramer. After his training at the Ernst Busch School, Felix Kramer initially had numerous theater engagements before moving to the Deutsches Schauspielhaus in Hamburg. Here, he took part in a large number of productions. Since 2008, Felix has worked as a freelance actor and shines in theater, film, and TV. For example, in Theo Aladak's war drama Between Worlds, which celebrated its world premiere in the competition of the Berlinale in 2014. In the multi-award-winning Netflix series Dark, Felix played the time traveler Tronte Nielsen. In 2018, the actor embodied the role of police officer Kurt Grimmer in Christian Alvart's Netflix series Dogs of Berlin. Also directed by Alvard, Felix starred in the 2020 theatrical thriller Freies Land. In the same year, he starred in the highly acclaimed sitcom Warten auf dem Bus, the second season of which premiered in the summer of 2022. Hi Felix. Thank you for joining Hello. us today. Thank you very much. Congratulations on your film being screened in the competition at the Berlin Film Festival. Oh. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's outstanding. I'm really happy about this. As part of this special Short Take Berlinale episode, we want to give our listeners a little teaser about you and, of course, mm -hmm. the film. So if you're ready, let's yes. start. How would you describe the film? Someday we'll tell each other. Irgendwann werden wir uns alles erzählen. Ideally, in three words. In three words. Um, love, desire, silence. Mm -hmm. Intriguing. <laughs> <laughs> What made you want to be part of this story? Um, first of all, um, I just think it's a script. It's really good in so many different levels. And my part in this story is such a unique character. So I never played before and I guess I will never play it again. 
Natura and on top, of course, to work with the great director, Emily Artif. Mm -hmm. She is able to create a really beautiful, calm atmosphere for work. And she, she is fantastic. It was, it was fantastic. It was amazing to work with her. Okay. Which almost brings us to the next question. What is mm -hmm. your favorite memory of shooting the film? <laughs> oh my God. It's not easy to pick up one good moment because I have so many good mm. moments. But maybe the funniest one is we had a, a sex scene, really good prepared by the wonderful um, intimacy coach, Savali. Mm. And the scene is uh, played in the kitchen on the table. They're really classy, the usual mm. one, you know. <laughs> And in the middle of the scene, the, in the midst of the scene, the table breaks down. Oh, God. Two actors, <laughs> half naked. <laughs> falling down really slowly silence nobody knows this is a part of the script or just an accident or something like that and everybody laughing it was really good and i think so it's uh, pretty good that this take didn't make into the movie yes <laughs> okay what do you hope the audience takes away from the film oh my god christine i think this is the most difficult question and it's not easy to answer. But mm. I think, first of all, I wish that I just hope that many people go into the cinema, watch the movie, enjoy, get moved by this intense love story. And maybe after then, when they come out of the cinema, they wait just a few more minutes to switch on their phones. And I took away from this story, it sounds really simple, but I think it's true that people have to know when they have to go. Okay, interesting. Yeah. You've been part of the Berlinale before with projects. And I was yes. wondering, do you have a favorite Berlinale or festival anecdote or memory? Yeah, really clear. Um, we had a dinner with Martin Scorsese. <gasps> oh, God. He's a legend, <laughs> I know. Yeah, he's, he's living history of American films. And it was really exciting. Well, yes. nothing to add, well, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. He's and wonderful. that was it yeah oh, thank Perfect. you very much thank you german thank you. films for having me and everybody outside go into cinema watch movies i know streaming everything else it's wonderful it's comfortable more comfortable cheaper and something like that but i think cinema is culture is a part of us thank it's a very special so experience and thank you for sitting yes. down with us and all the best for the festival and for the film To the end of the night, bis ans Ende der Nacht. By Christoph Hochhäusler. In order to gain the trust of a drug dealer, undercover cop Robert has to pretend to be Leni's lover. The police hope her ties with the felon will help to infiltrate the organization. But while this part of the plan works relatively smoothly, the fake relationship is rocky from the start. Leni is trans, and Robert was once in love with her former self. Ironically, it is Victor, the drug dealer, who will make Robert confront his conflicting feelings of love. We talk with director Christoph Hochhäusler. Christoph Hochhäusler was born in Munich in 1972 and lives in Berlin. He studied directing at the HFF Munich. He is a director, author, publicist and lecturer. His six feature-length films to date have been featured several times in the official programs of the Cannes Film Festival, Falscher Bekenner, 2005, Unter dir die Stadt, 2010, and Berlin, Milchwald, 2003, Seance, 2009, 
and Eine Minute Dunkel in 2011 and have received numerous awards, including the Grimme Preis Spezial, Günther Rohrbach Prize, Berlin Art Prize, Munich Screenplay Prize, German Television Prize, The Romy, and others. Hi, Christoph. Thank you for joining us today. Congratulations on your film being screened in the competition at the Berlin Film Festival. As part of this special short take Berlinale episode, we want to give our listeners a little teaser about you and of course your film. So if you're ready, let's start. I'm ready. How would you describe your film till the end of the night, bis ans Ende der Nacht, in ideally three words? A noir love story. Okay. What made you want to tell the story? First and foremost, the characters. It's it's um, based on a script by Florian Blumeyer. And I was uh, involved in the development, but I didn't write it. And what was there on the first page was a character, destructive, seductive, fascinating in his contradictions. That's character of Robert. And um, on the opposite side, so to speak, Leni, and despite all odds, despite everything, optimistic and stand-up kind of person. Mm -hmm. and, and these characters basically make, made me want to do it, yes. <laughs> so it's very intriguing. What is your favorite memory of shooting the film? Um, working with the actors. I mean, everything was actually quite exhausting. <laughs> but... <laughs> okay. I mean, not nothing unusual, but but the 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 the, the working working with the actors was ex especially nice this time, mm -hmm. because a lot of things happened. You know, a lot of I I wouldn't say so much improvisation, but like human electricity. And so I I'm, I'm I was very happy with this element, and of course I mean there are other things that I had fun with, <laughs> certainly. <Okay. laughs> What do you hope the audience takes away from the film? Oh, that's difficult for me to say because whatever they can use, mm -hmm. I don't see myself as a designer of a, an audience experience. I'm more like delivering raw goods and the refinement is that, that job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Obviously, you've been part of the Berlin Film Festival before. Do you have a favorite anecdote or memory of the festival? Oh, a favorite anecdote. Wow. I mean, to be bluntly honest, I don't really enjoy festivals so much. <laughs> Maybe okay. I should say that. <laughs> Because, I mean, you know, it's, it's fear and loathing. I mean, basically, you go there and hope that your film will be seen and understood and um, is welcome and... But it's out of your control. So as a director, directors want to have control. So it's it's usually not that enjoyable for me. But of course, I mean, I'm very grateful to have this arena to play with. And, 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 and I think 
the film and especially the, the actors deserve um, this this audience. And I'm, I'm very much looking forward to how the film will be seen. That was already it. Thank you so much. We can't wait to see the film. And thank you so much for sitting down with us and all the best for the festival. Fingers crossed. Thank you so much. <laughs> nice to be with you. <laughs> Fire, Roter Himmel by Christian Petzold. A small holiday house by the Baltic Sea. The days are hot and it hasn't rained in weeks. Four young people come together, friends, old and new. As the parched forests around them begin to ignite, so do their emotions. Happiness, lust and love. But also jealousies, resentments and tensions. Meanwhile, the forests burn And before long, the flames are there. For this film, we talked to actor Langston Übel. Langston filmed his first short film, The String Puppet, which premiered at the Berlinale in 2008 at a young age. He followed this with the role of Anton in the feature film Freistadt. In the following years, he starred in several internationally successful projects, such as the Netflix productions Dogs of Berlin, and the Emmy Award-winning and Golden Globe-nominated miniseries Unorthodox. Most recently, he was featured as the newest main cast member in the third season of the globally successful Netflix series How to Sell Drugs Online Fast. In Christian Petzold's new feature, Roter Himmel, Langston plays the role of Felix. The film celebrates its world premiere in the Berlinale 2023 competition, and will be released in cinemas on April 20th. Hi Langston, thank you for joining us today. Congratulations on your film being screened in competition at the Berlin Film Festival. As part of this special short take Berlinale episode, we want to give our listeners a little teaser about you and, of course, the film. So if you're ready, let's start. First of all, thank you for having me. Um, it's a pleasure. Well, it's a pleasure for us as well. How would you describe the film A Fire, Ruter Himmel, in three words, if possible? Three words, okay. Um, modern, mm -hmm. fluid, And suspense. Okay. <laughs> That sounds very intriguing. What made you want to be part of the story of the film? Well, first of all, the script. And mm -hmm. um, first and foremost, the director, I mean, Christian Petzold. I admire his work. Being able to work with him was a, um, a great privilege. Mm -hmm. That was one of the main reasons. And... Uh, It was, as I imagined, it was a wonderful experience, and um, I think I learned a lot, which was um, a massive privilege. What is your favorite memory of shooting the film? If I would have to choose one, it, it probably would be the, 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 the first reading, mm -hmm. uh, our code reading, because we all came together on the table, and that was like a moment when I realized, okay, this is going to be special. And from then on, it was just pure joy. It was just joy, 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 and it was just a room of talented people who all have different temperatures, but are just extremely talented. Every, everybody brought something special to the table 
And I just knew, okay, this group of people are going to create something extraordinary. I just saw the film like a month ago and um, uh-huh. I think it's a special film. Okay. What do you hope the audience takes away from the film? Well, me personally, I would actually just want the audience to have a good time. I feel like we live we live in a time where a lot of films are really loaded mm-hmm. politically, um, which I think is amazing. I think that that's like the craft. I, I think that's when art can be really special. It's like if you can manage to combine many different themes into a film without the audience really noticing. But I feel like we're at the moment there are quite a few films around where it's quite obvious what the film wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. And with our film, I think it's I, I I find it's a bit more nuanced, which I think is just a little bit more canny first and foremost i want the audience to have fun to have to, to, to watch a nice movie about love and if they feel like they saw anything else then that's up to them you've been part of the berlinale before i think in 2008 with your short film if i'm correct absolutely well it wasn't my short film but it was the first experience i had with film when it was a short film so i think there's a section called Berlinale talent campus or talent exactly. where young directors uh, are given the opportunity to, to shoot a, a short film and this director called Alexander Frank was doing a film about a string puppet in that film there was a child soldier and and, and I, I was asked to portray him through like an absolutely weird coincidence because a friend of my my mother is a costume designer and he knew the puppet master who was building that puppet so one led to another and and, and I did that I was 2006 2008 I was I think eight years old oh wow <laughs> or 10 I was I'm born 98 so 2008 is 10 yeah um so I was 10 years old and that was um like my first experience and then I did like a few films during school and that's kind of when I decided okay when I finish my A-levels I'm gonna try and pursue the career of an actor mm-hmm. um not really knowing what that meant but I then had to figure that out But uh, yeah, so it is a kind of a, to use the very overcooked phrase of a full circle moment, um, it is nice to be back at the film festival and to be in competition with such a nice movie with an even better director. And um, it's nice. And, and also in my hometown, Berlin, to have a world premiere in your hometown is always something special. Very true. I was wondering, do you have a favorite, well, I mean, you were 10, as you said, do you have a favorite memory from back then or an anecdote uh, that you want to share? Well, I must say, when I was 10 years old, I was still at primary school. And I can remember that small Langston did think it was pretty cool that like this <laughs> black van uh, <laughs> pulled up in front of my primary school just to pick me because I had to shoot a film. So, yeah. uh, I mean, as being like a young child, I think those are the things that are more present. So uh, it was really cool to cruise around town in these small black mini minivans so that was nice and 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 I can remember there's the premiere they they, they shoot the film within the Berlinale and then it also premieres within within the Berlinale I remember my family coming to watch and yeah. the short film does have like a kind of tragic ending and um I can remember one of my brothers being slightly traumatized by oh, no. by the music <laughs> especially there's like a music part which is like quite heavy and quite hefty mm-hmm. but it was a really special experience And that was it. We can't wait to see the film. Thank you so much for sitting down with us and all the best for, for the screening, for the premiere and no traumas this time. I hope everybody <laughs> enjoy it. Thank you so much.
In the Blind Spot, im toten Winkel, von Aisha Pollard. A German film team is shooting a documentary in northeast Turkey. In a Kurdish village, they witness an elderly woman performing a recurring ritual to keep the memory of her missing son alive. Meanwhile, a Turkish secret service agent from the region gets caught between loyalty to his agency and fear for the well-being of his family. His daughter seems to be haunted by a mysterious force. In the blind spot unfolds a complex net of conspiracy, paranoia, and transgenerational trauma. Aisha Pollard is a film director, screenwriter, and producer. After numerous award-winning short films, she made her first feature film, Auslands Tony, in 1999. The film was screened in competition at the Tokyo International Film Festival and the Carlo Vivari International Film Festival, among others. On Guard followed in 2003, winning the Silver Leopard in the category's Best Film and Best Actress at the 2004 Locarno International Film Festival and the German Critics Award for Best Feature Film in 2005. Next came Lux Luck, The Heiress, and 2016's documentary The Others. Aisha also directed the Tatort Dortmund episode Masken in 2020. Her new feature film, In the Blind Spot im Toten Winkel, will premiere at the Berlinale 2023 in the Encounter section. Hi Aisha, thank you for joining us today. Congratulations on your film being screened in the Berlin Film Festival. As part of this special Short Take Berlinale episode, we want to give our listeners a little teaser about you and of course the film. If you're ready, let's start. How would you describe your film in the blind spot in Totenwinkel in three words? I guess I need more than three words. But... That's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, in the blind spot is a film about generational trauma embedded in a mystery thriller. What made you want to tell this story? Um, in my last films, I have dealt uh, with the theme of trauma and its traces in the soul of the individual and the collective. And the films were set in Turkey. Therefore, I spent a lot of time in Istanbul. Mm -hmm. And there I often saw in Taksim, Taksim is in the uh, center of the city, the Saturday Mothers. Yeah. Demonstrating. And they're demonstrating every Saturday since 1995. A group of 20 to 30 elderly women, uh, mothers who are holding um, the pictures of their missing sons. Mm -hmm. And the sons were kidnapped in the 90s. And um, it is well known that in the 90s, an illegal subgroup of the Turkish military uh, was responsible for this. Mm -hmm. Um, the mothers, they know that the sons are dead. They, they want to know where they are buried. Yeah. They say, uh, they, the state took us, our sons, we want their bones back. And every time I pass by, it moved me very much. And to see them in the middle of this very busy amusement street with the cafes and stars, this woman sitting there with holding up the uh, images of the missing sons, It felt like a wound um, yeah. that needs to be seen and, and healed. And this was, uh, you know, the image, the experience was very important. And then the idea started. 
But I, I also, for me, it was also important to make the movie not only uh, from the perspective of the victims, also from, from the perspective of the perpetrators. Mm-hmm. It was also for me clear that the social drama uh, wouldn't be enough uh, to depict this, this subject. And therefore, I've decided to tell it in a thriller uh, genre to grasp the atmosphere, you know, also this unresolved history hidden in the blind spots, uh, you know, give birth to a ghost. Mm-hmm. And, and I, th- I thought this is the best way to, to show the different layers of the subject. What is your favorite memory of shooting the film? It was a very special uh, shooting, this film, because mm-hmm. of different reasons. Uh, one of them was it was a very mixed team and crew and actors, and we had Germans, Turks, Kurds, and we communicated in English. We tried to communicate in English. <laughs> Then we shot uh, the movie in Kars. Kars is in northeast of Turkey, mm-hmm. little town. It's close to the border to Armenia and Georgia. Kars is in Turkey a synonym for the end of the world. <laughs> No, <laughs> it's very isolated, uh-huh. and we shot in the during the pandemic time. It means everything was closed. It was then more isolated, but then we grew up to a family, and I'm really to a good family. You know, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to to meet uh, all the actors at the premiere. Yeah, see everybody again. Yes, and and what's also special was because the film is structured in three parts and. It also plays with the genre of found footage. It means we also had uh, three different mediums in the three parts. Mm. Sometimes we shot a scene with three different mediums, like with the normal camera and Alexa, Mm -hmm. then with the mobile phone and with the surveillance camera. And this was also a very new, challenging experience I had. I know that the next question is a little bit tricky, but what do you hope? the audience takes away from the film? I hope the audience is moved and moved emotionally, intellectually, and um, that they have a new aesthetic experience. And last but not least, you've been part of the Berlinale before. Do you have a favorite memory or anecdote from the festival? Um, For me, it's the first time uh, that I'm in the official selection. Mm -hmm. I joined the Berlinale in kind of sub- Uh, programs. Yeah. Uh, two years ago, it was Fiktionsbescheinigung. They showed my first feature movie to abroad. And three years ago, it was the retrospective of female directors. They've shown my short movie. But it's just the first time I'm official selection. And mm-hmm. I haven't yet funny anecdotes, but I hope after <laughs> this, I will have a lot of and will tell you the next time. All right. And that was it. We can't wait to see the film. Thank you. Thank you so much for sitting down with us and all the best, of course, for you and for, the, for your team and for the film. Thank you very much. Short Take is produced by German Films, the National Information and Advisory Center for the Promotion of German Films Worldwide. To find out more about our guests, check out the links in our show notes. To stay up to date with our episodes, subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Mm-hmm.